This podcast contains explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. It's 2023, the off-season's gone. We've read enough in that chat. Thank God the footy's back on. The P4SS boys are back. For all your NRL super coach chat, we're playing for Sheep Stations. Stab Man Devo is here. Funny Man Trainer's back again. There's Gutsy and his chin list. And Mark's in the run on side this year. We're playing for Sheep Stations. The lurking tab lady from way out west is sure gonna put our patience to the test. We welcome back our friends of the show, Dane Shooter and Brownie. Okay, let's go. We're playing for Sheep Stations. We're playing for Sheep Stations. Welcome to another episode of the Playing for Sheep Stations podcast. It's good to be back with you, uh, fine gents. Now we have Gardzi. Davo and Mark here. We're missing our small-handed friend Matt Trainer. Packing. Um, yeah, packing for a, for a trip. We won't see him again till uh, after the holidays, I imagine. Yeah, for but for people who aren't school teachers, that well, would be a, a, a five, few weeks. Yeah, five or six weeks. Yeah. So we've got a few little surprises uh, up our sleeve for the next few weeks. We're going to try and do a mediation with um, Guardsian. And our great not live on air, surely. Great friend, yeah, absolutely. Live on our air, great, okay. great friend from Broken Hill, the Ethiopian. So Gardzi, Kenyan. So we might be we might be down two small-handed men by the sounds of things. Uh, but uh, yeah, we got we got a few little surprises to catch up with trainer. But we wish him all the best. Um, I, I did send it out to Dom, and he hasn't responded. I think left you unread. Well, I actually think he's waiting to ask his wife at the right time if he's allowed to come on. Classic. Yeah, she's not a big fan of ours, but um, we thank those who are big fans of ours. Now, I know this is a bit of a handbrake at the start, but I do want to celebrate those people that are, and we will celebrate them later, but uh, young Austin, a big shout out to you at the start of the show, buddy. I know you're very keen on sweet baby Ray. And um, I hear a, great... a bit of, I hear you're a bit of a Dan fan. So big shout out to you, buddy. And uh, there'll be something coming your way very, very shortly. I imagine, one, doesn't there? Uh, but yes. Anyway, let's uh, let's get stuck in. We don't want to lose Gardy. Um, we know if his time is precious, just like all of ours. And we thank you for listening. And he had a good week last week. Yeah, so. Gardy, come on, kick off the show with uh, your week last week, mate. Where did you yeah. rank in the Podmasters Cup? That's where you should start. Yeah, it wasn't a bad week. Uh, top score, but you know, could have been better. I'm still disappointed, as we all know. I'm a hard man to please, but <laughs> ended up scoring. Just a measly thirteen thirty-five with <laughs> a measly with the chin as my captain, which uh, outraged me. But uh, some more green arrows saw eight thousand of them, so I'm now ranked seven thousand nine hundred and sixty-two. I've been saying it for the last three weeks that I'm coming for you, boys, and I'm well. Welcome to the top ten thousand, buddy. Tell you what, this top is a comeback. Of, it's a comeback of the ages. Three, a month ago, I was ranked twenty-six thousand. I'm a freak right now, and I feel like it's it's just going to keep coming, boys. Do you? You're getting last year's vibes. Oh, I might have to make room for some more socks. <laughs> <laughs> He's already placed his online order for KFC. Is that? Uh... Yeah, very good, Garzy. So Dolphani should be worried. Is that what is that worth Mate, we're hearing here? Hey, he, he was top ten thousand. Dolphani's is still top one hundred. 
yeah, top so, top fifty, top fifty even. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Mark, how'd you go? Oh, not a patch on our friend Aiden there, but um, the Electric Broncos scored a thousand and ninety six this week. Not the best score, but we ended up with only sixteen scoring players with the laid outs and. Ivan Cleary pulling out the peach and Sonny Luke and not that they really would have probably added too much, but still saw some green arrows, 132 green arrows up to 3,858th position overall. The highlights for the week. Finally jumped on board Jareem Buller. Very happy. Pull the old VC loop with Buller's 111. Um, chopsticks. It's a shame trainer's not here, isn't it? That we can bask in Jermaine Asako's glory I again. Miss him already this week. What did he get? 114 this week. 104 again. or something, wasn't it? And he oh. scored 80 or 70 of them in the last 10 minutes. I feel like, yeah, plenty I of feel, junk. It was so good. I feel like he's yelling at me already, and I can kind of hear it. Yeah. <laughs> like but, it's just ready. Gazi, can you hear the same thing? Trainer just yelling. <laughs> Yeah, well, he probably won't even listen to it. Let's be honest; he carries on. Okay, well, well, but anyway. But if he does listen to it, he's still a soft Queensland dog. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Yes, wholeheartedly agree. My low light uh, was I, I traded in Joseph Manu this week, and that was a bit of a flop. That was the for flop now. of the week for now. He plays in the plays in the buy round, the first, like the round sixteen buy, so. I think that's when you're going to reap the benefits of that trade. Oh, Billy Smith stinking it up again. Yeah, but you know, what? How high was your expectation? Well, we well I, I wanted not as big as his nose. I wanted the sure. uh, I wanted the glory days of his first two weeks this year, eighty odd. Mm. That would have been nice. I would have taken a fifty. Forty nine would have done me. Anyway, uh, Mick. How'd you go, mate? Uh, I scored 11.34. Uh, pondered all, well, since after Walker scored his 100, I was going to trade. I was going to VC loop, and then I realized that I had Sonny Luke, and then I heard he wasn't going to play. And right up until the end, I was nearly going to do it. And then the matchup with Cleary was just too good to to uh, resist. Greedy. I got greedy, and it cost me. I would have got over 1,200. Would have seen plenty of green arrows. Still saw a few. Now sitting at 5,188, so the top 5,000 is beckoning. Hopefully I can move into that this week, and that's a really good place to be after being about 50,000th after the first couple of weeks. So, yeah, hopefully that can happen. Probably should have realised that Fafita was coming off the bench, didn't think he'd only get 30 minutes, high break even. He's probably someone who I'm really thinking about trading this week, knowing that because there's a couple of trains of thought you can make cash from really cheap blokes or you can make cash from blokes that have maxed out and their job description's changed. Um, he's not playing this week, won't play over origin. But if he gets reduced minutes again, break even of 148, I can see you being able to probably pick him up for 750, 800, which is 100,000 100, cheaper than or close enough to that now. So there's many ways to make cash in this game and I think you've got to identify those ways to make the cash. Very good. We'll talk about someone who scored 1,200. Well, that was me. I, um, yeah, but you know, you got to celebrate the wins when you get them. Uh, so I scored 1,240 last week. Uh, my highlight was Sean fucking Kepi and his uh, captaincy because I, here we go, loop-de-loop, and uh, looped Cody Walker. You like that? Was, yeah. Was, yeah, I've been it. practicing yeah. that. Well done. Um, 
Yeah, so that was a last minute decision um, to to captain well, Sean fucking Kepi, and uh, yeah, uh, and and pull the loop on Cody Walker. So that was that was pretty uh, good for me, I thought, even if I do say so myself. Um, and I got three thousand and twenty two green arrows, so I'm up into three thousand two hundred nineteenth position, which for me is pretty good. Yeah, but, well, I'm, I'm that makes you the leading shepherd here, oh, man. Stop it! Well stop it! Stop it, boys! Stop it! Uh, this, is, this is a bit exciting. Um, and guards and I have repaired our friendship, which is nice. Till for a week, for, till for the next week. Not, not for long, mate. Not for long. Just mate. until you go back into camp, and that's okay. Yeah, but, like I'm okay. Yeah, you you'll be back into Origin Camp whispering, this weekend. Whispering sweet nothings into each other's ears about not owning DFE this week. Well, yeah, done. we do love that. We do hey, love that. So I hope you enjoyed his sixteen last week, mate, as well. I I definitely did enjoy his sixteen last week. I enjoyed seeing him on I enjoyed the bench his for a long tons. period of time. I enjoyed his four tons the weeks before. So, like, if we average it out, it's probably in there, our advantage. There was enjoy- in our advantage. He's just been able to be enjoyed by everybody. The other thing the that I really had he was shits. enjoyed by you for four weeks. He's now been enjoyed by Garth and I, I for two weeks. I had the shits with um, big time was that I spruked Bateman up. Oh yes, and then actually... uh, and then guided you off IPAP into Bateman. Both of you playing Canberra, well, big, yeah. big redemption game, and I didn't do it myself. I thought, no, I just have one more look. I got a couple of other moves I want to make. Don't want to burn my last boost. That didn't work out that well, especially with the turbo news that he was going to be out with the 11-day stand-down Category 1. I assume that's going to come up in another segment. It worked out okay because I ended up trading turbo to Buller. So I got 100 from Buller that I wouldn't have got if I – because I wouldn't have got Buller. I would have just kept turbo. So, you know, swings and roundabouts, sliding doors moments. Yeah. We'll see where we end up. Well, yeah. I mean, I know we sort of talk about lists in another part of the segment, but Mick, you're definitely on the praise list. Um, I didn't actually watch that game, but I came home and was very pleasantly surprised. So uh, I was punching myself in the yeah. dick after that one. Well, yeah, and and we gave you the credit that you deserved. So thank you very much, Guardsy and I both. We thank. I, I did praise you uh, when uh, when the game was finished. Yeah, there was lots of praising going around. Like, if anyone knows, Guardsy's the gift king, and I don't know. I I like to dabble in a few gifts. And there was a few praise gifts headed your way, Mick. So thank I, you. I mate. appreciate it. The the slight grin tasted salty with the tears going into my mouth at the same time. So But you knew that we replied in the only way that we know how. And I'm pleased you bikes got plenty of green arrows and form. I didn't get huge ones. But anyway, we're this all a team. Why we love we're you. a team. We're this a team. is why we love you. You celebrate other people. Anyway, uh talking about celebrating other people, uh, we're gonna get into the team list this week. That's probably not a very good segue. Anyway, play on. Um First uh, game on Thursday night this week. I'll actually be at this game uh, with Dolphunnies and a few of my other mates, uh, Tyler, Cabe, and Braddo. Uh, so, yeah, we're flying up on Thursday. Got a couple of days leave. Uh, so I'm going to be at this game. If the interest rates didn't rise again, I would have brought back the $2 offer. But sorry to those fans who are going to uh, see us on Thursday. Uh, the Titans versus the Tigers uh, on Thursday night, 7.50. Um, so I'm going to quickly go through the team list here. The big out is David Fafita. Gardzi, thoughts? Great decision. You know, if his head's not in it, which it never really is anyway, but... Player welfare, it's at the forefront yeah. here. Should his be, head's not should, in it because it's scrambled. Come, should player no, okay. first, mate. That's right. That's right. Player welfare comes first and he'll be ready uh, Wednesday week, uh, I'm sure. Uh, and AJ Brimson. Back at fullback. Um, so smell that brimstone. He's back. Um, worried about hamstrings. He's 
probably the one that you'd be most worried about with his hamstring injury like the bloke. Yeah. Can't get to top speed, so you'd have to have some well, ticker to bring him he's in. Done, he's done both hamstrings this year, so that's not good. Yeah. No fun. As a fellow hamstring injury person, well, that's not even a thing, but yeah. But I've done both of mine. No good. All right. Play on. Uh, game two, Raiders versus the Warriors. You don't want to talk about Bateman and IPAP. Oh, great options. I mean, play 16 and 19, but don't we, play 17. I mean, we can't. They're both named. They're both named, but like that's, if you're looking for a bit of a downgrade option from a Fafita, probably could. Yeah, unless your name is Matt Trainer, and if that case, stay away from John Bateman. Yeah, um, I'd like him to go Bateman, and I'll pick up IPAP. Anyway, uh, game two: Raiders versus the Warriors, Friday, six pm. Garzi. Yes, Davo's man's back for the big three hundred. I know he's been excited all year for him to get to it, so it'll be a special night on Friday for Davo. I know when Croker runs. Yeah, they've like really put it at a great time. Six o'clock Friday, the worst game time possible. I feel like I want to buy some headgear and just wear it. Do it. Just up in Brisbane when I'm up there, just rocking that, rocking into the let's, cast with some headgear. In all honestly, let's not, let's not celebrate Jared Croker. I agree with Davo. He's a flog. I'm thinking about VCing him. Just quietly. Anyway. Anyway, the more important news, <laughs> Big Red's back to lock, which is probably better for his PPM. He, he'll he get more aggressive in there. But Joe Tarpanay's back to the front row, which probably limits his minutes a little bit because he, he played about 70 on the weekend, which was exciting. But, uh, well, not much we can do about that. In Sticky We Trust. Have you looked in Sticky We Trust? Have you looked at the bench that he's named? Oh. Bench of Starling, Again. Gula, Cottridge, yeah. and Solo. Like only two genuine forwards. That's been what he's run the last It was last the same as last weeks. week. Yeah. He had Frawley yeah. on yeah. the bench with Starling last week. I mean, it's got to say. And Cot- Cottridge has been on the bench a couple of weeks. Yeah, two weeks before he played yeah. last week. But it's got to be good for like those middle forwards, the big minute middle forwards in Tarpanay and Horsburgh, surely. Especially when Papa, Big Papa can't bang out those huge minutes anymore. Yeah, like even if he gets 50, like even if. Papa Lee gets 50 minutes. That still leaves plenty of minutes in that middle rotation for the big red and uh, Tarpanay. So really like that. Only a bit nervous the next week if you own both Horsburgh and Tarpanay. Yeah, um, one of them might have to go after this week, I think. But yeah, just we'll wait. we'll wait and see how that goes. And then on the Warriors side of things, not much to talk about. They're pretty much the same, except for the Santa Ali Leotau, which we won't know nothing about. But... Was that is he in for Rocco Berry? Yeah. Is that yeah on debut this week? Uh, just what before we move on, I think the big red. Uh, there was talk pre. So I know Trainer didn't believe us. You'd have to be a chance now with two. Chance now with you know the Gilbert out, Gilbert, Gilbert and Arrow, and Arrow. Yeah. You know he he might. I mean I know there was talk with well, Welsh well, that, man, and I know Christian you guys Welsh will be one of them. So there's probably one spot available still. And you'd imagine Jeremiah Nanai. Wasn't Arrow right. injured as well? Yeah, Arrow injured. Yeah. So and you'd imagine Nanai. Fusi could be back as well. Fusi, yeah. So, but yeah. Big Red could be floating around. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they don't. He could even be. Anyway. Yeah, he could be in in the camp. So we we'll have to wait and see on that one. The other the other good one to look at is Ford in their stacked forward pack. Um, played eighty minutes last week, fifty eight points, fifty break even this week. Like I know he was on the radar to sell a few weeks ago, but he could just be. If he can get through this week, he plays the rest. I think of the buy period and doesn't have a buy till maybe. 21 or 22 or something like that. So if he can get through next week without Ford, he's probably someone to hold through that period because it looks like he's going to continue to get reasonable minutes if he stays 
bit and healthy, but they've got a four forward. They bench, did have which... they did have a few injuries last week where Curran went out and played in the centres, yes. and I think Sirenan might have played in the centres at yeah. one stage as well. So, so it's an interesting watch. Team. It's an interesting watch this week where what happens with because they've got a stacked forward bench. True. Okay, uh, game three, Mick. Uh, Manly versus the Dolphins. So from Manly, I've got Sean fucking Kepi, but now I've got Turbo. What the fuck? How can he be eleven day mandatory stand down and after eight days or something? I think it'll be. As trainer said, it it sets a dangerous precedent. Oh, it? It's an interesting system though because the independent doctor who ruled category category one for Origin was not in Adelaide. And the doctors at the ground doing the assessment indicated he had no concussion symptoms other than staying on the ground to try and get a penalty. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it'd be nice as a super coach player or as a rugby league fan to know the accurate information earlier. Like I said in the the bit we did before, it probably helped me get Buller, which is someone that I'm pretty bloody happy to have in my team at the moment. And I can always flip back to Turbo, but is it worth one week with Turbo? He's got a low break even coming off that huge score. He's got Origin the following week because you can't see him missing Origin. And then does he play 17? Does he back up? What does it look like? So it's an interesting one. It's been an interesting season. Like I think if you sort of were, we're at what, round 15 now, yeah. you know, some people have made some moves where, you know, more experienced super coaches that have sort of thought about things may have moved on turbo knowing that he had last week off. Yeah. He didn't, he, you know, so. probably shouldn't have played this week because of the 11 day stand down. Well, would I mean, have that, origin, was, that was just a bonus. Would have origin, would have, you know, like it's, it, he's, he'd, you'd think he'd be long odds to back up after origin. Wouldn't you? You'd, they'd be mad to back him up mainly. Yeah. But Seabold's picked Garrick in the center. So he is mad. Yeah, like true. someone needs to take him for an assessment. The bloke's got no idea. Perhaps he's got category one. Oh, mate, I think he's forever living in category one symptoms. Like mm. the teams he's picked is just ridiculous. So origin players back for Manly makes a massive difference. But I just, and look, turbo playing has a huge impact on Garrick. So whether he's playing centers or not, he just could get plenty of good ball from, from turbo. I just fear turbo is going to sweep around the back. I don't know how he's going to get used. So, Watch with interest. Um, JMK named, which is good because people were relying on him last week. Val Meninga at 17. He got lucky last week with who went off. Was it Branko? Branko Lee, but he's been named. Hammerback. Ray Stone's a massive winner out of the Tom Gilbert surgery to keep him out for the rest of the year. I'm just no, say his name probably. Ray Stone. Plays uh, that huge, same huge same winner family. from the Sweet Gilbert baby Ray. I won't. But you're going to go all Tim Zoo on him. <laughs> Say my name. I will. I will. Sweet uh, baby Ray. So 386. Three, shut up. 386K. <laughs> break even a three. The only knock on him is he doesn't play around 16. But if you've got plenty of numbers for around 16, I think at three, 386K, he's a genuine swap out for Sonny Luke now with that, what it looks like a, a starting lock spot for probably the rest of the year as long as his knees hold up. So good. Just loving him. His points are just going up and up and up. And right, our next game, Mark. We're <laughs> going to get off. The... We'll we'll stay on Sweet Baby Ray forever if I don't take charge here, Mark. Game four, Dragons versus South Saturday, three p.m. What do you got? So for the Dragons, Jack DeBellin's been ruled out with concussion. He was uh, unresponsive for a fair while on the ground there last week. So not surprising that he's missing this week. 
Um, have they applied? Like with to the NRL? Should oh, we maybe no, the... Funnies and I should write the application. Uh, interestingly, well, Jack Bird still not named. He's on the extended bench along with Blake Laurie, who's coming back from a broken hand. So Ben Murdoch Masilla is named to start at thirteen. Um, yeah, it's not a very good team. I don't think the Dragons there. For South Sydney, big outs, Jai Arrow, Cam Murray, both out with injury. Latrell hasn't been named. Is he on an extended? I didn't look at that. No, I don't think he was. I'll confirm. That's a real, that's a real dick punch for. I'm saying that a lot, but that is a yeah. massive thing for people that held him. If you if you desperately want a Mitchell, then Shaq Mitchell's been named at 13 oh, for South. Is he going to play at one? <laughs> Uh, but Havili has been named to return from a pretty long-term injury on the bench for Souths. No Latrell. Yeah, anywhere near, like anywhere near there. Plenty big, massive big for this game, but also big for Origin because well, it's he will have to go in without having played a game since before Origin won. Let's look at it from a super coach point purely. This week you could have Latrell Mitchell. Is he about 900k still? You could have Nathan Cleary about the same, and you could have David Fafita about the same. Potentially Dylan Brown too. We're not talking about Dylan Brown. We're not going to get into that one because it makes me cry. Makes me cry. Well, I was just saying potentially he may be out. Who knows? But like allegedly, if you you just look at those three blokes that I mentioned before, you add Dylan Brown. That's what's that? Two point seven million over two and a half million. Yeah, Yeah. sitting on your bind, which is a quarter of your starting salary cap. So, you know, that's it's going to be hard to get a good score with that kind of coin on the bench. The unfortunate thing is, unless you've got a boost, you can only trade two of them this week. And then who do you guess on if you're going to trade Cleary or, you know, so it, it's an interesting one. We'll get into that later, I'm sure. Uh, moving on to game number five, that's the Broncos versus the Knights, which uh, I'll be there at Suncorp Stadium, which is fantastic. I'm looking forward to heading back up uh, to some other Broncos with some real Broncos fans, the ones that tip them every week. Um, the ones that just, you know, there we go. I'll be tipping them this week. Excellent. Well, I mean, you could have tipped them the last two weeks too. I did. Yeah. Good. Well done. You are a real fan. Um, yeah. So Cobo's back on the, on the wing, um, for the Broncos, but otherwise the Broncos look pretty, pretty solid. I know A-Ray's sort of been floated around at this new South Wales origin chat. So he'll be looking for a big game. It'll be a good game between the the two fullbacks too, I reckon. Reese Walsh and Callum Ponga. Ponga ruling himself out for the rest of the series. Ponga will have to be stinging that he lost his spot there. So Yeah, and, and Reese obviously played pretty well um, last Wednesday. So uh, I'll be looking forward to seeing that live uh, on Saturday evening. I did um, like I did like Ponga. Pulling the alpha move, saying I rang Billy Slater, saying don't consider me for selection, was Billy's response after game one. Don't worry, champ, we won't be. I'm pretty sure he did it before game one. <laughs> Billy did confirm that that was what made his decision much easier. One, um, he did confirm that KP had reached reached out to him and said he felt underdone. Uh, the other bit, I guess, the interesting news. I know there is there may be still some people with Lachlan Miller in their team. Um, but he's only named on an extended bench. He's like he's not even on the bench this week. So he played, played, uh, played, played five eight in New South Wales Cup, I believe, last week. Yeah, talking, I mean, talking we, to a, a few people connected with the Knights, that's their plan is to give him four or five weeks in New South Wales Cup at five eight, 
and then hopefully bring him back in. Bring him back in as you know a five eight once he can learn to tackle and not retreat to the beyond the dead ball line. Does love a retreat, doesn't he? At this point in time, so uh, that's very good. But yeah, other other than that, that's um, yeah, pretty pretty stock standard teams. People like Kurt Capewell might be looking to put their hands up for Origins selection. Well, he's another option too, isn't he? Yeah, so plenty of plenty of options in the forwards there uh, for Queensland. Uh, moving forward into Game Six, the Roosters versus a depleted Penrith team. Well, only depleted by one. Oh, please, it's like having five. Yeah, you're carrying on a bit. Okay. Well, he's depleting my Super Coach team. Let me tell you about that, Guardsy. Who are we talking about here? Just in case people have been living under a rock. Yeah, the Roosters are still absolutely <laughs> yeah, terrible. In my <laughs> Let's be honest. The Roosters are still shit. Um, <laughs> the Beak's still there. Joey Minor's still at six, though, so surely Joey does something this week. Otherwise, I'm going to be filthy and lose a lot of money on him. Uh, Tupanua keeps a lock spot. Uh, they're all over the shop. Their bench is shit. Uh, what about um, Turpin? Your man from the Broncos well, come down, actually scored Jake, pretty well. I'll tell you what. Um, I thought he looked okay too. He's a gen- he's. I think he's a genuine option if you want to get rid of Sonny Luke while he's still only 260k if you've got the trades. If you don't have the trades, it's not worth it. But if you have the trades, he might be handy to average. How four. far away is, is Brandon Smith though? I think they said six weeks or something, didn't they? So he'd be three or four weeks left. So when he broke his hand, if you get a month of forties, you've got him. You made it. You make a hundred k. You might be able to flick him to someone that's half useful for the back end. Yeah, that scores more than thirty, like Harry Grant. Makes it easier to upgrade. Yeah, probably. I know it's a hundred and something, hundred and forty thousand, but I'd probably rather go to Ray Stone. Yeah, but he's going to do his name probably. Sweet baby Ray. Uh, Anyway, you see your mate Nathan Browns on the. uh, yeah, Brownie's on the bench. He'll, he'll offer some aggression. Uh, hopefully he comes out and whacks some Penrith dogs, but that's just <laughs> what I'm hoping for. <laughs> and then obviously the Panthers, the big one, the chin is out, but have no fear. Jack Cogger's in. He'll steer the ship around. What did Cogger score last week? Did anyone look? 20-something. Yeah, so not, not good. Not good. Isaac Targo's also back and starting and after the changes before kickoff last week, but I actually think the Panthers are going to run riot on Saturday. Do you? I do. Wow. I feel it in the loins. Okay. People who brought Dylan, in Dylan I'll, Edwards I'll, I'll last week. I'm making a big yeah. call. Yeah, Dylan Edwards is going to score 150. He's, he's probably due to come into your team soon, isn't he? he you know I'm, what, I'm, Dylan... actually, I'm actually looking at him to be. Dylan <laughs> Edwards, if he scores 150, will still on the average 90 over the last two weeks. Because he stunk yeah. it up at 800,000 last week. I we feel all, sorry we, for... Yeah, Dolph but we all remember my love-hate relationship with Dylan. When he's in my Supercoach team, he's the greatest fullback to ever play the game. <laughs> yeah, it's almost time. Dylan and Ronaldo. Oh, oh, I can look feel out. It. They're getting close, boys. The boy's coming up too. Oh. Oh, you just... For, for keen well, listeners of the show, people that know Garzi, we know that this is the time. He has to get Dylan Edwards and has to get Ronaldo into his team uh, at the, some point. The break so. evens are still a bit high, I'm, oh. but I'm getting ed- I'm getting edgy. I'm getting very nervous. Getting excited. Cool. All right, let's keep going. Game seven, the Storm versus Sharks on uh, Sunday. 
Only the one game on Sunday this week. Not much to talk about here. Grant Anderson in. Who's he in for? Olam. 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 Concussion last week. Yeah. So Olam. How how did he get a concussion? That's impossible. Well, he's probably um, due after giving a few other people some. Yeah. Grant Anderson in. Someone hit him with a goalpost. Sims Sims on the bench for the Storm. They were very ordinary last week. Um, I would expect to bounce back from them. Um, McInnes back replacing your man Dan Big Hazelton. Um, who's, yeah. who's left the bench. So that's not that interesting, but everything else is pretty much the same as last week. It's yeah, good. I think Nico would want a big game this week. So as so. a non-owner, I'm very worried, even though it's against uh, the Storm because the Storm are leaking points. Yeah, I assume Craig would have got into them. Big time after yeah, leaking. If you don't have the cattle, points. I don't think it matters how much you get into them. Yeah. They've been leaking but... points all year. How many times can he spray them? Mm. What really? side will Grant Anderson be defending? If he's on Nico Hines' side. Oh, oh. I think I'm on down. Even though Nico only plays three of the next five games, I think it might be a trade because I don't have him. I don't think I can sit through that. I was stoked with 73 and then 17 unicorns straight up to 90. Mm. Yeah, I was happy. I was happy. Uh, Okay, last game. This is obviously the the public holiday Monday game between the Bulldogs and Parramatta. So the Bulldogs trying to pull the same card as Manly. They're trying. They've named Reed Marnie despite him being ruled a Category One head knock. It's the last vibe. Week. It's the vibe. He's okay. Yeah. It's the vibe. They asked him in the shed who the Prime Minister was, and he said Humphrey B. Bear. They said, "Play on, son." Correct. <laughs> Dale Kerrigan. <laughs> uh, Harrison Edwards has moved back into the starting side at number thirteen. God, I hope he stays there. Yeah, and Karaz. Back from injury, named on the wing, which is uh, good because you don't run on your elbows. So hopefully his knees had another week off. Yeah, he started to look all right on the knee, didn't he? So, but you could probably watch him for a week, can't you? He's, He's had a sixty break even or something like that. Um, Fifty something. He's down under five hundred k. Yeah, four hundred eighty k break yeah. even. So he's not going to not going to kill you. And for Parramatta, uh, Regan Campbell Gillard makes. A return from injury straight into the starting side of front row. Uh, his replacement, Wiramu Greg, hasn't made the squad. He's not even on the extended bench. I think he's got an undisclosed injury. I had a look on the internet today and injured, but I couldn't uh, find any information on what the injury was. As a para fan, that's a bit of a shame because I would have loved to see the three of them go because yeah. Wiramu's one of the most improved front rowers. After Reg's injury, so. Yeah, and we mentioned it earlier, but Dylan Brown has been named at six uh, while the NRL decides whether they're going to stand him down. I think a lot will happen tomorrow. Well, yeah. Uh, I, I, I think if he plays not guilty, which he will, then they can't stand him down, in my opinion. He's fair game because let him play. It doesn't carry an 11-year no. jail sentence. And I think if... He does play. He's going to run right on the Bulldogs like he did on the dance floor. Allegedly. Allegedly. No, we, we know he ran right on the dance floor. We've seen the footage. He was cutting some lines on there. Yeah. I don't think we can say cutting lines. Shapes, maybe. <laughs> oh, the shape, uh, no, no, cutting, yeah, shapes. Cutting shapes. No, cutting lines. That's what Caleb like Ponger and Kurt Mandy, like I believe. Saturday night allegedly. <laughs> in the cubicle. Well, we have allegedly. a friend of the show's um, team name is Cocaine Cubicle, so... Yeah. Just giving him a shout out. Oh, <laughs> Gunsy, <Gunsy's> thoughts. 
Oh, and, and for the Eels, I'm Davey's just, back, so Dory drops back to the bench. Just firing him up before the chin list. Yeah, that's good. That's, so good. that's the team news. There you go. This is Hustles. We've heard that sound. We know what it means. Gardsy, your chin list. I hope you're running in from the back fence today, mate. Showing some ticker, unlike your New South Wales team did last week. Mate, as you know, I like to play it slow like a test match. I'm a traditionalist. We say, we say it all the time. But we'll start off with just a nice, easy one. Sean Johnson's on the list just because he's a fucking sook. The uh, clear obstruction call on Nicore, and he tried to argue it. I don't know if they don't know the rules over there, but or if he thinks he's playing rugby union, but clear day obstruction, and SJ carried on like an absolute pork chop, which is nothing new. Blake hasn't got much going through him except for stepping and shit tattoos, but anyway. Chiseled features, good haircut. No. I don't know. Overrated. A few super coach points, just quietly, anyway. Overrated. Goal kicker. No, the next Kick one. Goals. Scores, scores for the We're not here to praise him, mate. Get off his prong. He's shit. Hey, mate. Sorry about that. Sorry. Your, your sacred. There he is. Next one, on the, next one on the list is the uh, Captain Cockhead, as I like to call him. Shane Flanagan's on the list. Just for dribbling absolute shit all weekend. The bloke's a massive dribbler. Someone get him the Dragons job so he can ruin that club as well. He's an absolute spud. He should sign his son too because he's a spud too. But Flano's on the list just for being an absolute dribbler. Uh, Did you love the um the combo was uh, Flanagan into Blocker into Ennis? I mean, wow. It's like wow. They're trying to I think that was right. both days, Saturday and Sunday. I think it's it's, it's honestly like they like just trying. Someone out, there, someone out there that can speak at least semi-decent about footy. Anyway, next one on the list is Kevy. Kevy's on the list because I'm absolutely sick of Kevy. No, let me finish. He's on the list because he keeps picking fucking Marty to tapa as we're calling him now <laughs> on the bench. I was a bit angry because he picked Piakura, but I think Piakura did his job. He, he backed up his reasoning, but Tapau has been ordinary. He's a poor version of Tom Flegler, in my opinion. And I don't understand what my main man, Corey Jensen, has done to be dropped from the side. Incredible. Does his job every week, whereas Marty Tapau thinks he's a halfback halftime. He's a wanker. And he changed his name, which I don't like, too. He wouldn't have dropped Jensen if he had cornrows, I don't think, would he? Not... Maybe he needs to change his name. I don't know how he can change the spelling of... It's all the spirit of inclusion. Gazi? No, fuck that. We're not here for that. I'm here to pick the best 17, mate. Anyway, next on the list is Manly. They're on the list. Talking of inclusion. (laughs) Anyway, Manly's on the list for the absolute disgraceful decision of somehow getting the turbo core changed. Honestly, I, I... I don't know what goes on in the northern beaches that they're allowed to do what they want out there, but how Turbo is allowed to play is incredible. Fuck the NRL for just changing things when they when it suits certain people. I'm sure the merely faithful are happy, but you know, I, I hope Turbo gets concussed again. Yeah, the northern beaches air is um very good at um, speeding up the process of recovering. Oh. Apparently, they need to get the big fat soft one down there then for further <laughs> and the Just final not, one not this week 
I don't really care. Let him play 30 minutes again off the bench. <laughs> Outstanding. And the final one, boys, I've saved him for last. From last week, he, he ruined my Wednesday night. He picked a shit side. As soon as he picked the side, I knew he was going to fuck it up, and he did. Freddie's on the list, boys. The no-shoe-wearing... What did he wear? What are the, the turtleneck? Skivvy, dog. yeah. Skivvy. Dog is on the list. Freddie, I don't know if you're trying to become a Queensland great or something, but you've got absolutely no idea what to do in origin. The boys played soft. The halftime speech must have been shit because they were soft after halftime. How you pick Josh Adokar, who is shit, and I caught it from the start that he shouldn't have been anywhere near the side. Josh Adokar, he's shit, offers nothing, can't tackle, runs it back like trainer running. <laughs> I just imagine if trainer played NRL, he'd run it like Adokar, and he's not here, so I can spray him. You'd uh, have to what... take twice the number of steps, but... <laughs> But yeah, Freddie, you you fucked Origin for us this year. We're, we're fucked now. We should have won game one, but you've ruined it for everyone. How Nico Hines only gets 12 minutes and you play him at centre and he gets caught out, which he always was playing centre. He's not a centre. So Freddie's on the list just for being an absolute fucking fruit loop in general and for ruining a whole state's basically year. I'm you feel, you're feeling all right. Yeah, there's been, Garty, a, there's been a glaring omission from your list this week. No match official on the list this week. What the I'll hell be, is going I'll, on? I'll be completely honest with you. I didn't watch a lot of footy this weekend, boys. <laughs> Why would that make a difference? <laughs> because I'd just be guessing, which I could probably say who was on the list. Todd just Smith put one of them in. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Todd Smith's on the list. He was fucking <laughs> shit. And can I put the uh, local Campbelltown... I was just going to say, surely those officials got on the list. Look, the MacArthur Rugby League, A-grade refs, they're all shit. They should all be on the list. They (laughs) cop a spraying for me every Sunday, and they're going to keep copping it up. Let me just tell you that much. (laughs) Oh, it wouldn't have been a list if there wasn't an official on it. Yeah. A little worried, but you're back. Uh, Good. Thanks, Garty. Um... Now, I'm just going to quickly jump in here. I hope that's all right. I'll just take some. Do take what you like. The praise list this week. Now, I'm going to praise Austin. He's he slid into the DMs. He's a keen listener of the show. Austin up in Moree. You're a bloody legend. And uh, we'll, we'll have a little bit of a um, think about a little bit of a prize for you from playing for, playing for sheep stations um, coming your way uh, in the next few weeks. Um, and. Mick, I'm going to put you on the praise list. I know I mentioned it earlier, but but uh, yeah, you tipped us into Bateman. Told me not to go to Nakora. Well, presented the idea of going Bateman over Nakora. I actually ended up getting both because I'm a bit greedy. And uh, yeah, it's just that it was it was a thing. It was a move that paid off. So thanks, Mick. Good work. We we love that you're uh, you're keen on the stats and you have a bit of time to check the stats out. Not very busy at your job, are you? Yeah, uh, so. Well, yeah, I, I'm sure. I'm sure my mate Garzi over here he thinks the same. Mick on the praise list, Garzi. I'll, I'll praise you because if it was that way around, and I told you to get on Bateman and I didn't, I would have been spraying you the locks. <laughs> so not, yeah, not my style. Few people on the praise list this week. I know trainer doesn't think that the praise list should be a thing, but I'm, that's I'm why doing he's it. never yeah. on it. That's why trainer's but, never on the praise list. Yeah, 
Dan's praise list. It's All right, let's let's fly, let's fly into the DMs with Davo because the first one does come from Austin. It was a, a video message, but I can't get it off Instagram or else we would have uh, given the audio clip. We'll have to figure a way that we can get him an audio clip in here at some point. Um, he said, he, he, him and Dan have a real thing for Sweet Baby Ray. And he said, that's obviously the best nickname in the NRL. What other nicknames are your favourites? Mark, you'll have a couple of good ones, I'd say. Yeah, I got actually my favourite rugby league nickname of all time is Matt Hilda's nickname. I've written the same thing. Waltzing Matt Hilda. Yeah, um, so I like that one, but I'm showing my age now. I'm a bit partial to the the older name. So I've got here Phil. What's a packet of cigs worth? Yeah. And being a Parramatta fan, I'd like uh, imagining in my mind Ray Warren. Screaming out the zip zip man. Yeah. <laughs> Roy and HG always have a couple of uh yeah, the brick ones too, the brick with the brick eyes. With Petrol seventy cents a litre. Yeah. <laughs> the unmade bed for Andrew Johns. There was a good couple of good ones when they were calling the origins. Guardsy, what do you got around nicknames? Not much, mate. Not much. You got any? Okay. Well, the wet head god, I think, like that was yeah, something that's probably we've we've kind when of he, when he was killing it, you couldn't go past the milf. The milf, yeah. <laughs> I've got yeah. one for you here, Guardsy, that I think you really love. This one, um, he's named after a car, the old Forbes Ferrari. Oh, <laughs> I know you love that one. I'm a bit like Mark. I like all the old ones. I, I really like um, Trevor the Axe, your Meister, because that's just. And and Cement Gillespie, they were they were a couple, um, but one of my all time favourites because he just does look like this. Mark Piggy Riddell, <laughs> yeah. like if anyone epitomised their nickname, it was him. And I, and I know I it's not wrote... a nick- I know it's not a nickname, but my favourite name was always Jerry C U C. Yeah, I see you I too, Jerry Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> you too, in sync. That was great. That don't, was forget really the, don't forget the tongue twister too. Yeah, Daisy Jones. Yeah, I do. Um, I do love Austin's slightly left of center questions that make us think about some of those old, well, older things. I think before we just move on, I, I'd like oh, Dan, to. You, you have. I didn't have. I know. I know. I know. I, I took, put a few notes here. Now I know Trainer's not here, but I'm. Sh- I think one of the funniest moments from our show last year was oh. when he called uh, <laughs> the oldest NRL player to debut in the NRL. Uh, Jonathan Rubin, the Papua New Guinean snail. Uh, I thought that was that was really good. That actually almost confirmed his new relationship. So uh, yeah, I had to yeah, for just for the listeners out there. Happy to give little little screenshots. I know interest rates have risen again for a little fee now, but uh, trainer trainer actually uh, asked me for that thing, and that seems to have set him on the path of love. Uh, so there you go, trainer. Um, and he also, like, we've been to the football with him uh, when Ashley Klein is refereeing and Baldy gets a good old run. So <laughs> I think that speaks for itself. So um, Ashley Klein, yeah, we, he's he's copped a few Baldies from trainer from row four. I did um, play in a couple of football teams um, back in my earlier days and a mate of mine, a good mate of mine, he's a keen listener, Kev, got the best nickname. Uh, it, it was such a, he got a hiding uh, really bad head high shot, spent a few days in hospital. First day back at training about a week later, the whole team called him Scrambles and his nickname ever since with that group has been Scrambles. Um, and we also had another bloke who was all um, piss and wind in the sheds. Yeah, I'm tough on this and that. And he got the nickname of Handbrake because he'd get to the line and pull the handbrake on and stop. So there's a couple of good ones from the local local comps that I've played in as well. So 
Yeah, I, I haven't seen the Papua New Guinea and Snail playing again. I don't know. I tried to do a little bit of research this afternoon to try and find out what happened to him. But, um, yeah, anyway, Jonathan Rubin, um, if you're keen to jump on the show, we we do need a, a fifth host next week. So uh, we <laughs> might get the Papua New Guinea. We, we don't we need him. Four hours. If he speaks <laughs> like he runs. Too slow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. It could bring in a completely new market for us up in the P&G. All right, anyway. so the next question I'm going to I'm going to – Keep pushing on, or else this is going to go for three hours. And Brenner um, will love it. Yeah, Shooter, Shooter um, sent us a DM and said that he nearly nearly lost his weights in the gym when he was listening um, when Gardzi's Bradman best comment came out a couple of weeks ago. So he asked us, is DWZ an option? Um, I've got some stats that can probably lead the conversation off. Um, in 2021, he averaged 53.3. In 2022, he averaged 41.6. Before he's gone on the last couple of weeks, Run, he was down in an average in the 50s. He's now up to 69.7. I think the same as Ruben Garrick. Yeah, so same as Ruben Garrick. But unlike Ruben Garrick, he's very try-reliant. Garrick can still punch out a pretty good score without scoring tries. He kicks goals, which is a massive difference. I compare it a bit more to Jermaine Asako. I think I need to see a bit more before I'm convinced that it's going to continue. I, I had a look at that when you said it. I actually compared him to a Ronaldo, to be honest. Okay. And if you look Ronaldo's at, been, has Ronaldo gone better than that this year, though? Yeah, but if you look at stats, Ronaldo does rely on tries. But for Price, both played a buy round. I think if you had to choose between the two, Ronaldo's a better option. Mm. So I've written, he's, the week he scored no tries or one try, he gets about 50 or less, 40-something. But the week he scored a try against the Dogs, he only scored 50 with one try, which is not really what I'm looking for. When 4%, you've got someone like ownership, though, if you're yeah, looking for a got, super pod, oh yeah, but a super pod's only good if they're scoring better than the Not highly good. owned players. For like price, I look at a bloke, a stinker pod. Yeah, so I look at someone like Greg Marju, who their his base is so much better. I'd much rather own him on the end of the Newcastle backline. He's just as likely to score. I'd rather own Garrick. I'd rather own if I'm looking for a try scorer who's got heaps of upside. I'd rather have AJ on the back of the Souths um, backline who was a similar price. Maybe, I don't even know if he's cheaper still, but like he's got those big tons in him. If he can get it, get on a run and South's have got a good draw. So I, I think DWZ could be a guy that if in three or four weeks, we might look back and go, well, the people that picked him up have done well, or the people that picked him up were chasing last week's points. I don't think there's any in between. So. Well, see, AJ's 6.53 at the moment. So, But um, he's gone up plenty ton, in the last two weeks. Yeah, tonned up last week. So, I don't know. Mark, what are your thoughts about DWZ? Oh, I'm in the same boat as you. Um, I'm happy to miss him, even if I've written down here, even if he keeps getting kissed on the dick by a unicorn like Osaka. I think how many blokes can that happen to this year that you go, they were in the past average super coach point scorers and... This year, gone through the roof. Well, the only oh, I'm reason, prepared to miss him. The only reason I can say Asako is in a different team and he's in a different setup with a slightly different job security. DWZ's sort of in the same team that he was in last year. Like not not a lot's changed. I mean, someone like CNK might be a better option. I'd pr- I'd much Maybe. prefer to own CNK than DWZ. What is it with the Kiwis? Like the Warriors have got all these double banger surnames. That Adam Fanua Blake. Fanua Blake. Could be really mean here, but it could be something to do with their dads. Do you think? Uh, going on, okay. a, going what? for milk or something. 
Well, they've got two of them. <laughs> two dads. Two dads. Uh, you know, first dad fucks off, they get a second dad. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, guards, you got any thoughts about owning DWZ? Nah, as I said, we all know who are, who my next purchase at Santa Wing going to be, and it's my main man, Ronaldo. I think he offers you the same but more consistent points in a better side as well. Righto, we might move on. I hope that's helped, Shooter. Um, Alex. Be safe sorry. in the gym, Shooter. Yeah, be safe in the gym. Alex, um, Austin's dad, is uh, has a bit of a quandary this week. He's trading out Cleary and moving Isaiah Katoa. I need to make sure I declare who because we've had a bit of a stuff up there once before. Uh, to half. Was it really a stuff up though? No, he's trading. So I'll start again. He's trading out Cleary and moving Isaiah Katoa to half, Ponga to 5'8, and to bring in Jareem, the Dream Buller, a solution. He said, I've missed the cash cow part. Is he a viable option moving forward? So that's about Buller. With well, with the Still amount of, got plenty of cash to make, doesn't he? And the, and the amount of fullbacks dropping like flies, he I think he is still a viable option for his price. Yeah. So you think he, you can still buy him? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. Might, yeah, the way and more cash to be made. Yeah. And he could be a hold right through after round nineteen. Now everyone thought the way he's the way he's playing at the moment. Why would you sell him? If you've got coverage for round 17 when they have the buy, yeah. I, I think he's genuinely someone that you can keep right up until after Origin's finished and then see how the gun fullbacks in Latrell, Teddy, Walsh. Turbo, Walsh, anyone else? No, that's about it. Come back from Origin and then you can either probably just directly trade Buller to one of them or you might make a profit, which would be unheard of. Um, to run home with those two proven guns rather than wait for a West Tigers rookie who, like you said a few weeks ago, they can hit the wall a bit. So I reckon he's probably got till the end of round 19, 2021. Or are they going to do a, a similar run? 2005, you know? Sheensy, like the, the start of 2005, we, we've heard a lot from people like Matty Johns that talk about the start of that season and the, the Tigers weren't going very well at all and then all of a sudden it clicked for them and they went the whole way. So... All right, yeah. so and he came in late, so he doesn't have that full season mm. in his legs. So he he might have he's got a bit of life left in him, I reckon. So I think I don't I don't mind trading Cleary out, moving Katoa up, and not buying a halfback. Like, and I think if you've got that flexibility, I don't mind um, moving Ponga up to five eight and Katoa up, and then uh, bringing in someone like Jareen Buller. The other one, if you don't own Turbo for this week, it might be a real pod play because I don't know how many people kept him. I don't know what his ownership is. Um, to have him at fullback. So if you've got coverage for next week and the week after, that's another possible thing. Or I, says, I also think the fact that, you know, moving Katoa to halfback doesn't give you the issues that we're going to talk about a bit later in the show with, I suppose with the halfback. He's got Nico Hines as his other halfback. So I think if you've got Nico this week, you don't have to play Katoa. No one, they don't play um, next week on the bye, but you probably weren't going to have a player if you had Nico and Cleary anyway. So you're kind of not, it's not really that much of a difference. And then you actually get a look at who is going to get chosen for New South Wales and all that sort of stuff. So he also says, would it be better to get Cody Walker? Cody Walker at 814 or 813,000 doesn't cover around 16. And he's somewhat of a smoky for origin at his age. You wouldn't expect him to back up and be fantastic. If he does play origin, is Cody Walker someone you could see bringing in this week? It's, they're really hard choices to make this week, I think, because you need... Well, if Fittler would name his uh, New South Wales team now, then, you know, you'd be yeah. laughing, but... 
Um, until I think until you know who the halves are for New South Wales, it's hard to say I, I who think, you're going to jump on this week. I think I would if I if I had to choose between Walker and Buller now, I'd probably go Buller, especially with the buyer coming up and stuff. Mm. You get two weeks of Buller as opposed to one week of Cody. Yeah, and Buller's going to make you that money, and then if you still want Cody, then he's still an option then, and he's not really going to make more money. I love the I love the language of the next bit of the question. He says, "I need your advice to stay above the coffee van dogs." So he's even talking like you, Guardsy, calling like people dogs. Yeah. He he also says, "Would Walsh be a better player against the Knights this week if I have coverage for round 16? So he kind of is hitting all the big. The big I'll cheer guys. him on if you bring him in. I'll cheer Walsh, him on. Walsh should be an option, but is Walsh going to score more in one week than Buller's going to score in two weeks? Yeah, I think the Buller trade is probably the best one, particularly yep. moving forward. If you can cover round 17, I think Buller is the one. And you're going to – what's a trade worth? He's going to probably make that. He's going to make 150 more thousand, you'd imagine. So I just think that's the way I'd be going. Thanks, Alex. Um, Luke asked a question. Cleary was the um, hot topic, so I've sort of moulded a few. We had a couple of extra questions, but they're all kind of around this same. Who is the best trade target for Cleary? Uh, Nico is his other half, and he misses three of the next five games, as we said before. Really tricky, isn't it? Like, who who do we go to? If you if you crystal ball, we're going to have a bit of a chat about this in the talking points without trainer. Um, but crystal ball, where do you think it lands, and who's the as, best? As trade? much as it as much as it pains me to say it, the the biggest suck in the NRL, I think Mitchell Moses is the best option, based on who they play plus the buys he plays. He he has the buy in eighteen, but they play Bulldogs, Manly, Dolphins, Warriors, Titans in his next few games. And the round eighteen buy is just them on the buy. Yeah. So you should be able to cover. Yeah. It's any kicks yeah. goals. Yeah, but that's I was just gonna mention that. That he and, and depending on uh, depending on what happens with Brownie, he might be pretty much the main focal point. Yeah, the attack's gonna all go through and him. Moses usually turns up against the Bulldogs. Mm. I yeah, I know we're probably going to talk about this later, but if you can cover it, like, and I, I'm going to make this point. Well, I, I had written this down to make uh, a little bit later, but um, I think if you can hold this week, just to wait and see, I think it's worth a week to hold. If you if you've got say someone like Nico or you've got someone else that you can play in your halfback position, I know there's people that are running with Matt Burton at the moment as a, as their halfback. Um, whether you can just hold for this one week. Wait and see what happens with the origin teams. I know people are running a, a bit low on trades. Many people have got SJ as well. SJ. I know a lot of people traded either Cleary or Nico to SJ. I know SJ doesn't play next week, but you've got the points this week. You might have got a few there's last also, week too. There's also the uh, headgear dog from the Storm, Jerome Hughes. Who yeah, no, I don't get him. I bought him last week. Very disappointing. Yeah, but you've got your 59. It wasn't like you stunk it up. Yeah, in, Is that a, what he got? in a team that I got, thought he was even got pretty I thought he was heaps worse than that. Are you sure? Yeah. 15. Oh, no, sorry. I'm looking at Qatar. Yeah, 30, 34 or something. I don't think I he think did. Got. Uh, no, I don't, Garthi. I don't think he did. That was good. That was good. <laughs> I know, like, a, I know I say this every week. This is not a visual medium, but to say guards, the joy on Garthi's face then. <laughs> was that a genuine mistake or were you just taking the piss? Look, it was a genuine mistake. <laughs> I'll forgive. Look, it was a genuine mistake, but I'm glad to own it. That's what, that's I'll what that looked like. I'll forgive you. 
Oh dear. Well, that ends DMs with Davo. So yeah. on a depressing note, thanks, Gardsy. But yeah, feel free to get involved. Like like we say every week, um, we love hearing from new listeners. And I did get a few DMs without the uh, Instagram post going up, which was awesome, which gave us a bit more time because I was able to flick those to the boys on Monday. It's, 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 um, also, for a... it's also good to have questions from, you know, proper listeners and not old dogs. <laughs> yeah, Ashley, stop sending questions in. <laughs> All right, Matt Trainer, missing in action. I'm going to take charge here and do talking points without Trainer. Um, it's going to I'm, be like that for a few weeks. Yeah, I'm going to just take charge of this segment as well. Talking points without Trainer. Uh, number one talking point: Who will New South Wales pick with the injuries in key positions? How do we navigate it over the next few weeks in Supercoach? Because it has massive Supercoach ramifications. Not just oh, I don't. It pains me to say. But I, I think this series might be one that's gone for New South Wales. I don't like our chances. So now it's all back about Supercoach. Which way do we hope they go? Guardsy, which way do you hope they go with the injuries, thinking there's injuries to Cam Murray's not quite right? Cleary's definitely out. Look, and there's a few others on the chopping block. If it's about combinations, how do they do that? Is this about NRL or actual Supercoach? This is about the origin, and then how does that Not impact Not everything's our... about Supercoach, Daniel. Well, and then I want to, I want to know how that impacts Supercoach, though. Uh, look, realistically, I think Nico Hines deserves a crack because the blokes absolutely killed it. Dallium Player of the Year last year. However, I wouldn't be opposed to them going with combinations, which sort of rules Luai out. Then you've got to look at combinations... There's not really many combinations besides really a Reynolds and Walker, who I don't think you can play in Origin now. They're too old. Nico and Moylan? What? (laughs) What What a Queensland dog. Oh, look at this. This is so easy. I'm just... It's Origin. Reeling them in. These club combinations, they talk them up. Look at the club combination for Penrith. Isaiah Yo and Cleary absolutely stunk it up. I hate Luai, but he was... Probably knew so I was best on the night. He was the one creating. But if, you, if you talk about combinations, Queensland have never really worried about that, combinations. Like, yes, Daly, best. Cherry Evans, and Munster have played quite a few games together. But not they had at to, the start, they didn't. Not at the start, they hadn't, and they were still bloody good. And but don't, Hines, don't quality players come in and yeah, I think form combinations Hines, anyway. Like, if he can play job. with Matt Moylan, if Nico Hines can play with Matt Moylan <laughs> and make him look semi decent sometimes, then mm. he can make anyone look good. Yeah, I agree with that one. I think I think Nico's got to be the person they well, choose. In my opinion, I know they're talking about Mitchell Moses, but every time he plays a big game, he chokes. The only reason you'd pick Mitchell Moses is for his kicking game. Yeah, but apart from that, he chokes. He always yeah. chokes in the big ones. In terms of super coach, boys, I, I'd like the A-Ray Walker situation, to be honest. Like the Broncos... In terms of Supercoach, then that's that's more options for us to pick. You know, we've got people like Moses who play both, then play the next buy and the buy after that. But can if Dylan Burton Brown's not well. out, can you have Moses and Dylan Brown? I don't reckon you can. I, I mean, I don't like that as a and Gutho. I don't think you would definitely not. You wouldn't want those three. Like you could have, I think you can have either Dylan Brown or Mitchell Moses and paired Gutho. with Gutho. But I don't think you can have all three, and I don't like the two halves. Um, because often a team is more dominant down one side, depending on the opposition. So I don't love that. Mark, what well, do you think? 
No, you go, Garza. You go. Finish off your. I was little... just going to say my other one. You you mentioned Cam Murray possibly being out. If he's out, I think you got to pick a guy like Ola Kawatu. He's my other one. Bit of. Would you go Ola Kawatu or Koloa Matangi? I'd personally pick both of them. Mm. In my opinion. Well, who else would you drop? Fuck, mate. Hudson Young. Yeah, Hudson Young was pretty Played average. I liked his aggressiveness, but he's a bit of a dumb footballer too. But... I thought Frizzell did enough to stay. He was pretty good, Liam Frizzell. Martin if Liam good, Martin doesn't start the oh. next game, Freddie's kidding himself, isn't he? He was he oh, was sorry, yeah. cooked far and away. I would drop. He's the best player. Pengai Jr. would be gone. Yeah. Who do you bring in? Olakwaitu and Kaloa Matangi. Yeah. Because Kaloa Matangi's shown that he can play through the middle. And Frizzell could play through the middle easily as yeah. well. Yeah, Pengo Liam Martin just... can play through the middle. There's so many. Pengo was a non-event. Like to get hooked after that second mistake. Well, that mistake. An eight minute. Eight that mistake stint. changed the game entirely. Yeah, just the momentum all went to Queensland after that. Even when they went down to, did they have twelve at that point when he threw the offload? Probably. Wouldn't surprise me. But anyway, I've, yeah, I've erased it. I've erased it from my memory. We can watch it after this if but you like. No, thanks. What I'm saying and what Freddie will do will be... I'd rather watch the best of Paul Kent. <laughs> I don't think that's available on Foxtel now. <laughs> so what, what ramifications do we see this having for Supercoach? Like, what's the strategy moving forward knowing Cleary's out and we don't know who's going to get replaced? Is it, a, is it like Dan said, and it's just a hold for this week? I think you if you've got... If you're running a combination of Moses and Hines... I think you're safe because I don't think he can pick both of them. Well, that's true. I think if he goes Moses, Hines can't be on the bench again. Do you think they bring Burton on to the bench? I, you have to. He offers more. Mm. I think Burton's. Uh, yeah, he's he's around that squad for sure. Like, I mean, he was obviously yeah. there was there was talks. I actually didn't mind this chat, and I think Joel Kane said it um, in in his program that they probably should have activated the 18th man. Well, they could have. Which then would have put Burton, you could put Burton on the left-hand side, move Crichton back to the right-hand side, and potentially that try that gets scored down. Does Freddie not know that rule? I mean, he's he might have been putting his shoes on or something at that point. No, he, was, he would have been rubbing the grass in between his big toe. But, you, you know, you'd think that it is it just Freddie. He's got a whole team there as well. Let's blame Freddie. Known, just blame Freddie. Just blame Freddie, mate. He's, he's the buck the, stops with him. But it would have been interesting. He would have done it. would have been interesting to see because, like, I think Nico defended like a half at yeah, that and point. Burton, and didn't, Burton played in the centres in origin. Right. And, and he would have been on that other side. Crichton would have gone back to the right-hand yeah, side. I think everyone's spraying Nico. Addo Carr still... Did fuck all after that. So I don't think anybody who was Teddy fell over. Cleary, who was, Cleary, Cleary got inside, Nick. Cleary, Cleary got in his way. The two new, yeah, Cleary yeah. took Hines out in the tunnel. Lindsay, Lindsay brought his trampoline out into the field and went yeah. jumping really high. So right, anyway. let's move on because Dan's starting to cry about Queensland. We'll oh, move on to the off. second talking point. Uh, second talking point. We're friends this when week. is the best time for Origin? Should it remain the same? Should it be standalone during the season? Or should it be at the end of the season? How can we fit? It, it shouldn't be at the end of the season. I like it. In Definitely the not. Season. I don't think it can work at the end of the season. They played it at the end of the season in COVID. I, I think we've been saying so, it for years, though, that it should be a standalone weekend. 
Like so, I quite liked that last year. That was last year or the year before. Last year wasn't it, where they had went to Perth, didn't they? When it played on the Sunday, the middle, they had the middle game. Because I want to get middle game on a standalone weekend. I quite liked that. I tell you what, I wouldn't mind it if it was this Sunday with the public holiday on Monday. Yeah, yeah. But I just, yeah, I, I think it should be a standalone, and it it doesn't affect clubs as much. And everyone still watches it. It's still a good weekend. Like no one's going to. Could you do it over? Could you do it over four weeks or something like that in the middle of the year, almost stop the comp like they do in English Premier League or something like that? For the internationals, yeah. Have internationals, the women can play three games. That's actually what I got here. Then they can still do the Samoa Tonga stuff and then we get rid of all these blokes that are saying that like Pango Jr. that want to play Origin until it's time to play for Tonga. Hmm. I, I actually have that here. I don't actually mind a three week Origin series. So they like kind of stop the comp for three weeks. You've got it over three weekends. But you could do it almost you, do that over, like with a, a, a Pacific Nations Cup that they can do over three weeks. It's kind of almost like a knockout, the, or the the Knights you know, can get a barley for three weeks. You've got you've got Imagine the women's how game many as tattoos well. Tattoos Bradman Best could get then. <laughs> there wouldn't Look be any out. space left. He'd have to be um, Jake the pig, <laughs> the extra leg. But when you look at it, like oh, welcome I've, to Alabama. Have a nice day. <laughs> Far out. <laughs> Well, I said the end of end of the year doesn't work like that. Really hurts the international game. That's usually when the internationals are on the World Cup. All those sorts. You also of things. have a lot of players that rule themselves out so they can have surgery. Well, they they talk about people that haven't been playing for you know periods of time. Mm-hmm. Then those those are your yeah. only picking teams that play in it's the, the going to be the likes who haven't played for over a month. That's right. Leading into so, an origin game. You know, like and they talk about not picking people who haven't played for a few weeks. I mean, there's there's going to be. You know, if if a team misses the finals, but I, I don't actually mind like a three week Origin series. They go into a camp, they play over three weekends in a row. Well, then you can um, actually build like... the build the cohesion in the team. You pick a squad, and that's kind of like like they do for a World Cup kind of campaign in other sports. Um, and then you could do it. The I reckon you have the Origin as the main showpiece on the Saturday night. Then on the Friday night, you could have the Women's Origin at a different venue. Yeah, the under the 20s. Young kids, the under 20s. under 20s as well. Yeah. And then, you know, you've got your Island your Island Cup on the Sunday. So and you, you just still promote got... New South Wales Cup and Queensland Cup as the heaps of games and they can get some time on the telly as well. Then, which might then be you'd get all the blokes that don't play Origin having a boxing match as well. So, you know. Well, they could go back and play New South Wales Cup. No, nah, let's be honest. They're going to go box someone. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I, th- I think it's it's a long season, and I think that's that's pretty clear that it's a long season for players, and this gives them a bit of a, a few weeks to freshen up. Unless um, you're playing Origin, unless you're playing yeah. Origin, but like I mean, but well, you're playing Origin and then a club game usually. Like in, the, in reason, honesty, the reason we're, we're talking too much sense, though. But the reason for this question is true, like true. Cleary and and Murray, Arrow, like major injuries after playing Origin, whether it's fatigue or whether it's just bad luck, who knows? But is that fair on the clubs now that they've yeah. suffered a, those injuries? I reckon they should have the to only pick, problem. New South Wales yeah, pick a 25-man squad over three weeks. That would cover yep. you. Yeah. The only problem this. is you can talk all you want about it, but it will never TV happen rights. because TV pay too much money for it. So Channel TV 9 won't go for that. Pierce or Wolf. Hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, as a fan, that's what I'd like to hmm. see. You know, it, it works in the English Premier League where they they literally shut down those those Premier League kind of competitions for a few weeks while they've got the international period on. Everyone knows it's happening. Those players who aren't selected get that chance to freshen up. You know, uh, that's yeah. I hope 
in my lifetime something like that happens. But you know, there also always is a lot of blokes mid-season that have a few niggles that could use a few weeks. I oh, know we've lost him. So that was you probably spoke a lot of sense then, Guardsy, but you dropped out. So I, I was just saying that there's I also. Can you hear me? For fuck's sake. We got you back, Arzi. You got me? Yeah, mate. What I was happened? just saying that there's also a lot of blokes that have a few niggles mid-year that could use yeah. three weeks off to freshen up and come back and not have these little niggles. I think with the competition so close this year, and it, it's the closest it's been in a number of years, um, like the three-week period could bring people, like that back half of the year could be awesome. Uh, but as Mark said, we, we talk a bit too much sense on this podcast at times. At They'd times. Also, other times, times, at times there's do, some serious... Blah, 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 the NRL would do dribble. something stupid too, though, and probably take Origin to Vegas. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> yes. Well, I will Bali, ask my, I'll ask my partner for leave now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask for forgiveness. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be busy. All right, so that's talking points with... Out trainer for this week. Trades this week, boys. Um, I know we've we've kind of talked a little bit about it, but is anyone making any trades this week? Yeah. Gardzi, I'm looking at you first. I'm making the only one. person the only person who lives trading more than me. Calm down. I only made one trade last week, mate. Of yeah, that's that's huge. And this week I've only got one so far, but there's still plenty of time left. I am trading the chin because he angered me too much last week. And I'm going, uh, unfortunately, I'm going someone who doesn't bring the toughness to my team that I would like, but I'm bringing in Mitchell Moses. You weak gutted dog. <laughs> Mate, you know, you super catch him every week. Super coach isn't about blokes that you like, it's about blokes that are going to score points. Well, fair enough. So are you not concerned, like we talked about before, about Dylan Brown as well? Not concerned. Harrow's got a good run coming up. Okay. Very good. How Uh, many trades does that leave you with, Garzi? 16. After that trade? Yeah. So I've reeled it in a bit. I could be down to about 14. So I'm sensible. That's so many for you. I know. Yeah. Well, very good. Mark, making any trades? I will be making trades this week. What those trades will be, Mm. that is an excellent question. In the words of Hayden Gardner, Gardner, none of your business. (laughs) None, yeah. Well, it Um, kind of is because... Yeah, none of your business. We we, we need to share Before trades this week, I have 20 trades left. No boosts left. Um, I've got... Yeah, last weekend was proper carnage in my team. Peachy will be getting traded out. He's one definite trade out this week. Um, I've got Cleary, but... Are you not worried that Peachy might get a game next week oh, in round 16? Who will he... Maybe he could play, play for... Oh, he could play 13 for Yo. Yeah, possibly. Could be out. Crichton could be out and he'll come back. Yeah. It's like 
Uh, that's why yeah, I'm, I'm maybe. looking at, I'm sorry to interrupt in your trade part, but I'm just looking at players like Sonny Luke, who potentially could come back in. Peachy could come back in. Yeah. Is it worth keeping Hosking? Peachy, oh, sort of... I'm keeping Hosking. Hosking's the least of my like, I just sort troubles of look, at the minute. I look at numbers. Like we, we haven't talked a lot about numbers for round 16. Yeah. Well, that's only the week after. So if you've only got eight, you've got to start to plan. No, I've, my, my numbers are 14. And you have a look at Dan, how much, how bigger moves he made when he had what, 17 or something for the. I did. I had, uh, was it four too many? Yeah. But um, anyway. <laughs> no, my numbers for round 16 are pretty good. Um, but I was also, I mean, I've also got Cleary, but I think I'm probably not going to trade at halfback this week. I want to see what happens with the Origin teams. Um, I'm more likely to now probably trade someone like Fafita out of my team who is out this week, plays Origin. Given what's happened over the last couple of weeks, you can't imagine Holbrook is going to back him up if he does he'll back him up for 20 minutes off the bench and he'll score 15 again even um so because yeah. i hope he does um, yeah so he will probably be a sell for me this week as well um yeah i don't know who i'm i might even bring bateman in this week missed the boat last week my thoughts last week were to wait a week and go ipad but um, Bateman is probably he plays. He's been playing a bit of middle too, which yeah, I liked that. Yeah, and gets so, attack. Break even of eleven this week did go up fifty five thousand, but I think if he yeah. can score averages, if he can get his average of, I think 65, he's starting, he's he's starting to find that form though that he had when he was in the NRL. Here's something to look at: John Bateman's only gone up nineteen thousand this year. Yeah, like okay. on, on what his starting price was. So you haven't you haven't missed the boat. No. At all. So that'll and and that still what does that still makes you what's he at this week? It makes you two hundred and he's at six forty six forty two. Two fifty plus thousand to put in the bank and go from there. So there's the that's sort of that's sort of where I'm where I'm looking this week. I'm um I'll I'll jump in here. Quickly, I am thinking I'm going to do the same, Mark. I'm just going to wait that week on the halfback position um, and then sort of see who's around next week that I might be able to pick up or I might just play without a halfback next week. And I know I'll be playing without a hooker as well. Um, but, yeah, I'm I'm actually keen on seeing what happens with Dylan Brown tomorrow um, and then potentially swinging Josh Schuster down into six and picking up another back rower. Um, looking at someone like Keon Kloa Matangi. I'm nervous to pick him up because I think he's very close to origin well, selection. That's what that's what I'm thinking. He's only come back. Like this will be his second game back. And yeah, I, I just don't know whether that's the way it's going to go, but I'm just, that that's where I would like to go myself. Um, just to really strengthen that back row. I've already got Nikora. What's, what's Kloa Matangi's break even this week? 40. So what's uh, 42. He, what's he likely to score? Is he If he tons up, what's he go up another, you know, 40,000? 40, yeah, and Dylan Brown's at 800K. So that, are, that's are my happy, move there. My but, question to you would be, are you happy to pay an extra 40,000 with the insurance to know he's actually going to play? Well, he's not going to play next week. He's not going to play anyway. next week. So 
So yeah. that's why I'm just like, do, do I take the point, set up my team for the following what week? What if he goes out, in, he does get pick forage and plays 60 minutes and then gets limited minutes back at the Bunnings with now them fearful? Like there's just too many. For me, at this time of year, with the money and the people performing, my strategy is to pick up Poms and Kiwis. The voice of reason. You know, they can't, they can't get picked. So this week, if you want to, as close to a definite number, minus the Maddo factor, like the injury, like there's some pretty good options in IPAP and Bateman in yeah, your back row. Got Bateman. You yeah. know, that probably aren't going, to, you can probably run both of them for a period of time to make your money and then move one on to Kaloa Matangi once he's back. The other thing, the, the other thing could be someone like Hopgood. Yep. Um, I think as well, not going to yeah, be anywhere near that. Down the run. Not going to be anywhere near that Queensland team. Yeah. Um, I bought Hopgood back in a couple of weeks when I traded Madison out. Yeah. So plays sixteen and nineteen. Yeah. Only has eighteen off. So. Only has eighteen off. But you can probably you carry to, four eels now. Yeah. Which I should be able to cover. So, yeah. the, as I said, I won't be. I can't confirm on my trade now because I don't really know, but. Late, late trades the last couple of weeks of you know, I'm going to go back to that that strategy. So um, I don't know if we're going to put up late trades in a tile or something. I don't know if we're busy later in the week, but um, well, I'll just confirm that with our media team. Um, and uh, yeah, that's what I'll be doing. But it, you can always slide into the DMs. I'll be with Dolphinies actually on Thursday. So there's a fair chance I'll be uh, chewing, chewing his ear off and finding out what's going on there. So Big yeah. love, Dolphinies. I think the advice I'll around... see you soon, man. Like, you're not going to lose money on Peachy this week. You're not going to lose money on Isaac... Well, what's his name? Sonny Luke, not Isaac Luke. I wish it was Isaac Luke. Mm. Well, I traded Peachy last week on Bateman. On Sonny Luke. So they're blokes that could just be those numbers, especially if I'm looking all right at the moment, famous last words, but I've got 12, maybe 13 for round 16 already. Any more than that's just that cream like you had last time, Dan, where your bottom scores miss out. Yeah. Um, so if you've got 15 or 16, I think you can pretty much predict you're going to have a pretty good week. Uh, I think Poms and Kiwis is not a bad strategy this week to make sure you've got the best chance of having those extra numbers. David Fafita out for me um, for either Bateman, Papali'i, or I don't even know, I haven't re- or Hopgood probably, or blokes further down the pecking order with a good draw. You want people coming in this week that are going to play 16 at least, in my opinion. The tricky one this week for me is who to captain, vice-captain and captains. Ooh, yeah. I, I don't know Nico, so he's not the automatic pick. I think against Melbourne, historically, you'd say he's not an automatic pick, but I think this week, if you own Nico, that's where I'd be heading. I think Cody Walker probably be getting... Uh, yeah, sorry, I didn't mention mine in my trade talk, but I'm sticking with... Jareem Buller against the Titans. Yeah, Leak like... points. VC Buller, Captain Nico Hines. Now, can someone tell me what do I need to loop this week? Would would a hundred is fine. Oh. Oh, I'm looking at mine. I'm going to go a bit different. I'm going to VC Cody Walker, and I'm going to captain my uh, favourite halfback, Mitchell Moses. Wow, gun big have... against the dogs. Huge. You just want to be able to, if he gets 30, spray the shit out of him next week, don't you? It, it just gives content. It's a win-win, it? isn't it? Win-win. It's a win-win. Win-win. Not really. That's a win-lose. Oh, well, what's going to happen? I'll be ranked 12,000th. It's a win for the listeners because the podcast, yeah, the, the chinless will actually have some off, venom. If it pays off yeah. and Nico Hines doesn't go large, I'll, I'll be sitting 3,000th. It's true. It's very true. I'm looking at, yeah, I, like I like a goal kicker as a VC option. So why is it Jared Croker? 
Well, it was Jared because he plays early, 300 games, you know, just in case anyone has been living under a rock. Is it going to be like under 10 stuff where they run down, get under the post, and he runs down and they pass him the ball? I hope so. Yeah, just just chalk him up. Well, they did that with with Alex Johnson, didn't they, when he was chasing the try scoring? I'm actually just quite possibly for shits and gigs going to do it. No, I'm not not (laughs) stupid. Lock your phone in the safe. <laughs> well, I can't. I'm going away, but and I need my phone. Oh, for um, the scooters. That's right. I need it for the scooters. Scooter that's right. Dan. That's right. Scooter Dan. It's a thing. Actually, yeah. Anyway, um, think before speaking, Dan. Think before speaking. Um, yes, I'm going to VC Jared Croker, and I'm going to captain Cody Walker. He did well for me last week. I think big game this week potentially plays himself into an Origin spot. Um, so. Uh, here it is, boys. I'm doing it right here for the listeners right now. VC on Jared Croker. All right. That's a big call. Um, has everyone given... I think I'm just going to straight captain Cody Walker and probably do what Mark did with Buller and hope he turns up again against the Titans. Bateman? I would have probably, if Fafita had been named, he would have been my VC for sure. Um, if No, nah, not Bateman. I don't think he can go two tons in a row, but... Um, yeah, that's is that it? We we done it. Oh no, sorry. Oh, remiss of me. The succulent Chinese it's, multi. It's yeah. his it's his one segment. Yeah, Come on. Sorry, it's two a, out of three. You might have to pick up talking to uh, the trainer. <laughs> it's a famine at the moment though. A famine again. We're on boiled rice, people. Yeah. Boiled yeah. rice. Two minutes. Absolutely. Right so this week can we add some soy sauce to our boiled rice this week, please? <laughs> something. Yes, yeah, something. Yes. Well, I've given up on the anytime try scorers. I've I do have some try scorers in here, but okay. I've gone to a same game multi. I've Ooh. gone. Dan can cheer this one home live. I'll be there at SunCorp Stadium. Beautiful Broncos versus the Knights. Same game multi. Broncos to win, then Cobbo, Farnworth, and Stags all to score a try. Love it against the Leaky Knights. You love it, Dan. What do you think we're getting for that? So so effectively, let me just... Yeah, I have gone three anytime try scorers in the same game and the team to win. Yeah. So and you, the team to win. You've just... So you haven't you haven't changed your strategy. You just I've added, just put them in the same game. I've just put them yeah. in the same game because... And it's not early game either. So we've got the suspense waiting until 5.30, well, 7 o'clock-ish to yeah. know if it gets up. That's right. Um, you, oh. can, you can go out on the way. You can go up Caxton Street and well get yourself a feed. I'm, I'm, well, yeah, it might be some extra scooter time. What was the kebab house I'd, called? Not I'd go to the kebab. Oh, Abra kebab. Abra kebab. We, we yeah. probably shouldn't Abra have said kebibi. that. We probably shouldn't have said that. Um, anyway, uh, I'll be looking forward to some additional scooter time if this thing gets up. Yeah. Um, now, oh, you know, three try scorers. Stag scored last week. Mark's um, on it. Farm into one. Farmworth yeah. well, uh, scored last week. Cobo likes scoring at some court. Oh, can't be any more than three bucks. <laughs> three twenty, maybe. Get off the yeah. crack. Indeed. 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 At least $8.40. No, you're, you're exaggerating there, Garzi. Oh, oh, God, it that's is. not the aim of the game. It is $7.25. Oh, $8. oh that's not exaggerating that much. $8, Eight dollars with, with a boost. Eight dollars flat with oh, a boost. So I was forty cents. You were forty cents. Wow. Might as well be. If you put five dollars on, I'll Dan you might as well, can you might as well back throw his two dollar 
offering. A hundred percent. Throw that on. Have a try scorer, mate. Just throw in Big Greg as well. Oh, Cobo, five plus. Five plus tries. <laughs> That's wow. ridiculous. Right. Now we have talked about this a little bit too much, and we must say what we should say. You Careful know. responsibly, we lose more than we win by a lot. That is true with yeah. us. So, yeah, only bet what you can afford. Uh, we interest, as, as interest rates are going up again. That's well, that yeah, dogs. Guards, you put them on the chin list next week, please. The Reserve Bank. We might have to start betting four dollars instead of five dollars. Can I? Yeah, can I? Get that in in advance, please, Garzi, because I know you won't talk to me next week, but because you'll be in camp. But can you put the reserve bank on the uh, on the chin list next week, please? Oh, mate, we'll on. Righto, boys. I think it's time. We're starting to dribble even more. <laughs> hello, we've, hello, hello, we've, hello. we've heard the succulent multi. You've heard our advice around uh, poms and kiwis as the uh, as the people to target this week to try and ensure you've got your numbers for round sixteen. Look ahead again to round seventeen because another three teams on the buy. We all know how that went. Last week, Gardzi, this is your week. That's your week to shine when there's three teams. But yeah, good luck with Supercoach. Dan, enjoy your trip away. Thank you very with much. The boys that are going away, that I think some of Not them listen to this podcast. So, hope, bunnies, Tyler. so I hope they um, enjoy their time away with you. Enjoy the scooters. I, I expect a couple more scooter picks. Oh. Um, I'll post them up. Tatar and farewell. <laughs>